0: And a welcome to Ravnica It's time to kill Jay Spellerin It's gonna happen, I believe it You're all in different places And nobody knows where he is, but today's the day We got three hours, let's do it I, think. I believe in you, I believe in you You're strong like the mighty orangutan And it's time It's time to destroy Jay Spellerin It's been a while though I'm gonna start with Tack TK, what have you been doing? I've missed you so it was, nice uh, you. it was nice seeing you briefly in chat jet lagged and delirious last episode it's nice to oh you yeah back for real
1: i'm um, sorry about that time i elbow checked you in public uh, in it's, seattle it's by completely
0: way. fine i am i escaped that encounter alive so i feel like that's a win for me
1: <laughs> you did better than most people would
0: mm-hmm. thank you and
1: that's really all we can ask <laughs>
0: I I will say this meeting, meeting you in real life. And I think this is a pretty like normal thing for meeting somebody that you only know through the internet and who you've only really played role playing games with because of the way that you play tack. I like expected you to be way more threatening and much smaller in real life, but you're like, normal person size and not at all a goblin which was
1: cool. Yeah, I'm I'm considered short for I'm considered average size for my area and then short for the the west coast, but I was <laughs> pleased that there were plenty of people I could see eye to eye
0: and look down upon because I'm terrible. You're like almost as tall as I am. How is it, how are you short? I mean, or, I'm short, so.
1: Yeah, are <laughs> am I almost as tall as you or are you almost as short as me?
0: Right, fair. Fair. <laughs> I, yeah that's okay i'll take that <laughs> how was your how was your packs i saw you were doing a million things
1: um it was good uh the convention smelled like i thought it would
0: <laughs> Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Fair.
1: um i spent two days there and by two days i mean like one and a half hours <laughs> spread between various locations right there. like
0: at the actual uh
1: i ate uh Lisa, bless her heart, made us an itinerary before we left. So we always knew like what time we could escape,
2: Uh which is
1: lovely. I, I found that very delightful. I ate too much ice cream. (laughs) I ate too much dim sum. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was excellent. And then I spent 14 hours drifting between airports the next day. And that was super horrible. Oh boy. yeah, the the best part about the Chicago airport was being there from midnight to four a.m. Why
3: didn't you tell us you were there? Well, why,
1: you why would you? <laughs> I would have
3: out. I would have came. I, I have car, would have come to the airport right? at four a.m. Hang out with you. Just
4: to chill. <laughs> hang out?
1: That's
3: ridiculous.
4: Why? We're why all like, like really close to there <laughs> like we could take one train and be there i have a <laughs> car
1: the worst thing
4: i've ever heard
1: and also i told you guys i was going to be there also <laughs> i did from, a late from night point. ama saying that i was there okay okay
2: yeah, that's an invitation.
1: Yeah, that's why totally. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't stalk my social media, trying to find me at airports. You know,
0: it's my it's my fault. I forgot to tweet that we were having a super secret Jace Beller and Must Die fan meetup from midnight to four a.m. at the Chicago airport. Okay.
1: Well, Air next time, next time, I have a five hour layover in Chicago. I will better. You
0: know, <laughs> Is Chicago's airport, is that the one that has the the um, moving walkway with the sparkly light thing over top of it? Is that O'Hare? That's okay. the one I saw recently. I think that, that that moving walkway was in a Puff Daddy video. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I feel like because I was watching, I was watching there's new episodes of that uh, Evolution of Hip Hop series that's on Netflix. And I was yeah. watching the one about. Uh, Biggie and about like Puffy and like that when Biggie died and stuff. And I was watching and there's a video and I'm like, wait a second, I know this garish background. That's O'Hare. <laughs> God, God. What yeah. What
1: is, right is he now. doing right now? Yeah. What yep. was the last uh,
0: time? Were doing uh,
3: like isn't that? he dating his boyfriend's? Uh, sorry, his son's ex <laughs> oh, no, girlfriend.
0: Oh no, Puffy. Why?
3: <laughs> yeah, I think that's what's happening. Hell right? yeah. Okay. Is she
1: hot though? <laughs>
3: I'm gonna let you Google that. She's uh,
1: thirty.
4: I don't know. I don't know the full details. I'm only cool with it if she's older than thirty. It was. Uh, it was for "I'll Be Missing You" that music video. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. That's. Yep. It was all like sad, but also they were wearing big shiny jackets and dancing on well, a clear- moving walkway. That can
1: still be sad.
0: <laughs> okay. Fair. Uh,
3: she's twenty-two.
1: Ooh. Oh, puffy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sean,
3: please. Cool.
0: Like
1: you have to that you take just, that to the altar, baby. I like
0: that You just mommed him. He's not even here and you're like, no, I'm gonna use his I'm gonna use his real Somebody
1: now. has to. He didn't get any house training. Oh my gosh.
0: Sean Puffy like, comes come enough. in here right now.
1: Showing up at her like college graduation and his son's there. He's like, Oh, I'm not here for you. <laughs>
0: So what, got did you, what did you, yeah. what did you do at this, this airport all night? Like you, um, I, cause I've, I've been trapped in many an airport and it's a little crazy making. So how did you, how did you maintain your already limited sanity?
1: Um, I did my cardio.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I just, I just walked the entire length of the airport. Uh, man- noticed that they have little, they have little dots on the map for 24 hour restaurants and no like it's on the legend, but it's not on the map. I was oh, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> an interesting addition.
3: Was so, there anything open? Yeah. No, so dude.
0: that's weird. So they have, they have like the color coded like dots on the map. And one of them said 24 hour essence, but there were none. No. <laughs> no Do you think they put it none. on there like aspirationally? Like in case I don't, somebody Like maybe one? they
1: had one in the past and mm. then they just never took it off the legend. I don't know. There was a, there was some construction that was fun. Uh, I liked that. I liked um, standing and looking uh, out the windows and then people were like sleeping on couches behind me. So sometimes I'd just walk past them. <laughs> now that I'm going to amend that sentence.
0: the airport. Just uh, being a creep.
1: Yeah. Uh, sometimes I watched people while they, while they walked around. It was, it was a good people watching experience.
2: T shirt, skulking is anyway, my cardio. Let's, let's, uh, let's <laughs> move on to someone else. So <laughs> don't have to listen to
1: me awkward explain why I was watching people sleep in the shoe. <laughs> no, no, that's what no, 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 I was
0: looking for. Thank you. Good. We're good. <laughs> Fantastic. it's good stuff. Uh Carlos Oh and, and I
1: got a new tattoo. Oh Yay. what?
0: Oh that's wow. so good.
1: Yeah, the Misties. We all got them matching tattoos. We're so cool. I've got all my biceps so I can How's it say, do
0: you want to show show us that tattoo again real slow?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh I, I hate to I hate to make you the follow-up act, uh, Carlos, but what have you been up to? Did you get did you get all the Gen Con videos done? I know you were working on that for a while. Are they finished now or are you still releasing them?
4: I still got one more left. It's a little bit harder because they're doing like coding on the screen.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. uh,
4: find a nice like way to balance that out but I got ours up did you see I ours
0: yep I did it's
4: pretty, it's pretty good I thought, it, yeah, I thought it was pretty funny yeah uh, so too <laughs> yeah I got that done been watching a lot of good wife guys I'm, on season <laughs> right now. I'm almost lovely, done with dude. season 3 and the, it's laughable because there's like 20 something episodes in a season and they're like hour long episodes mm-hmm. so i watched a lot of good wife guys
0: <laughs> there's so much to watch it's yeah, good
4: content. <laughs> I just like saying she's such a good wife whenever she does something really badass um so I did that mm-hmm. what else mm-hmm. do we do? that's good yeah, uh, that's just about all I've done with my life so
0: all mm-hmm. right
4: mm-hmm. uh, how's uh how's rivals going? Rivals is good. We're about to start a fifth season yeah uh, we do something cool where we where we switch um. Uh, dungeon masters every season. So yeah. every time episode, someone gets to tell their story is, and tell Is their
0: Serena story. just starting or did she just finish? She just finished. Just finished her arc. Uh, How did it go? Cause she hasn't done a lot of uh, DMing, right?
4: No, she hasn't. She loved it. She thought it was great. It oh, went like good. totally different place where we were time traveling at one point. I don't know. It was super weird. Uh, <laughs> Now we're headed to Avernus. Uh Holmes is now taking over. So he's super hyped about that. Um, I think when he started, he had never played Dungeons and Dragons before. So seeing his evolution through, you know, 40 episodes and like now he's taken over, like to do his own thing is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. And you do you do the the Dungeon Master Switch every 10 episodes yet or every like arc?
4: Yeah, every 10 episodes, cool. someone writes like a, a, a 10 episode arc or something like something that they think that we can finish in that amount of time. Uh, and then we just try to play it and try to get it done or wrapped up by the end. Sometimes it doesn't happen, but
0: <laughs> that's cool, though. And you do you find that, that the GM like really changes the tenor of the show? Or do you kind of have like a an overarching kind of like brand for the for the way that everybody GMs? No,
4: it's however anyone oh, wants so to do cool. it. They're totally free to do it. Uh, we want, we are all different people. We all have different voices and we all want to hear those different voices. And it's really cool because like we all pick up different things from each other. Um, and we're very like, you know, I got your back, no judgment, no anything, you know? So it's a really supportive place to like try stuff out and try things because obviously like we're in front of people too, on top of that. But like, you don't want to be worrying about the people at the table, uh, and the people like watching you too, so be like having that support system is really important.
3: So, so, what do y'all do for your? Do you guys write new characters each time? Does a character just like disappears for ten episodes and then returns? Kinda,
4: yeah. Yeah. So people have done it different ways. Uh, some have had them disappear. Some mm-hmm. have like as played them as they go as like an NPC, where okay. uh, they don't really like take a turn or anything. They just kind of like hang out in the background or, you know, so the characters can still talk to them. Sure. But we keep playing the same characters. I've kind of done a little switch where like I took my, cause my original character was supposed to be an NPC, Mm. uh, I was supposed to have like a, a different role on the show, uh, but I kind of switched. And now I'm playing an NPC called dirty D who's really funny. Who's basically Winnegar. Uh, lovely. <laughs> lovely. It's like doing that. It makes, the world
0: needs more Winnegar. Uh, yeah. So now I'm imagining like a Jet Li, the one situation where there's just like a lot, of, there's a Winnegar in every universe.
4: <laughs> oh my God. So that's, <laughs> That's another thing that I, I got really into this weekend. Uh, Tommy, God, what's his name? Um, the kid from St. Elsewhere.
0: Okay. You know, I know who you're talking about. I don't know the guy's name.
4: Do you know the theory, the St. Elsewhere theory? Have I've heard, heard of this? it,
0: but I, I don't. Please.
4: <laughs> this is amazing. This is mind-blowing, okay? I'm me like about it at a bar when I was kind of half in the bag, so it might not be mind-blowing. But I remember <laughs> it being mind-blowing. Uh, so basically – There is, there was a show called St. Elsewhere in the eighties. It ran for like seven or eight seasons. And when it ended, it like pissed off all the viewers because it ended. with this. Oh,
0: this is the snow globe thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. He
4: was looking at the snow globe and it turns out the entire show was in this kid's mind the entire time. Right. People were really pissed off about it, but some guy was like, well, wait, the doctors from St. Elsewhere also showed up on homicide on the street. Oh my God.
0: Yes. No. So this is the same as the, the that homicide life on the street is the nexus of like a whole bunch of other super yes. weird shit. Keep, keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll add so my the bit.
4: Cross, the crossroads of, of like 90% of TV shows yeah. are homicide on the street and St. Elsewhere. Yeah. We're, like the internet has gone through and found all the people. Like Homicide on the Street also had an episode on like Mad About You or something so like that. the detective,
0: the, doctor- the detective from Homicide Life on the Street, has been yeah. in both the X Files and The Wire, which means yes. the X Files, The Wire, St. Elsewhere, and Homicide on <laughs> the Street—they're all in the same universe.
4: They're all inside the same universe as the kid. So then also like the the doctor showed up on Mad About You. So then Mad About You, Friends, The Single Guy, and then. Like- <laughs> Also there's references to like companies in these shows and those companies have showed up in Star Trek, Buffy right. the Vampire band- Slayer, <laughs> like every like 90% of TV shows are all inside some kid's head and that's <laughs> a room the room away. I love See, that shit so much. It's pretty impressive. It's so
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny that you brought that up. Cause I was just talking on stream the other day about the homicide life on the street guy and how he's in a bunch of stuff. I didn't <laughs> realize it was that far reaching. That's so weird.
4: It's so, it's like it, I looked someone like uh charted it like put all the connections and the charts and all the different like crossover stuff and it really is the nexus is uh homicide life on the street and saint elsewhere has the most connections to the most tv shows
0: weird mind so weird yeah I love it. well we're i mean we're seeing that kind of thing in like all of the a lot of the like streamed uh dungeons and dragons games right where there's like characters from one campaign will show up in another which means they're set in the same version of the forgotten realms and then like and they all kind of blend into one another i don't know how do we get on that well (laughs) you'll have to leave ravnica first Oh no and only only dirty planeswalkers leave Ravnica. Everybody else stays here, where it's good.
3: <laughs> so this actually brings up a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know: Can I multi-class as a planeswalker? Uh, is that an option? <laughs> so to
0: become to become a, the thing about being a planeswalker, and it's it's just like in Highlander. You either already are or you're not, and your spark needs to be awakened by a near-death experience. So you need so to basically two death saves. You you need to basically die, and then we'll find out if either you're a planeswalker or just a corpse. <laughs> I like
2: wait, that. I can't wait to do this. <laughs> we all we all miraculously I kill everyone. It is entirely
0: possible that prior to the show I've already made that decision or rolled randomly to decide if anybody is a planeswalker. So who knows in that moment where you fail your third death save. And you're ready to bid farewell to your character, there may be a chance that you're. I just
4: like the question that Adam's gonna get. So, Adam, how did you get your players to kill themselves in Uh game?
0: Well, and this is why it's so dangerous, this dangerous information, because if that got out, if people were like, oh, I might be a planeswalker, there'd be a lot of people who are like, well, only one way to find out. Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) bad
1: honestly well mm, better not <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: yeah right it's but how many deal.
1: planeswalkers do you have to smooch before you become a
4: planes that's right. it. Yeah. how much mm. saliva how much plane walker saliva needs to go in <laughs> your mouth? Plane, <laughs> <gets it. laughs> like are a you even the same anymore i you think
0: see? well i do i do think there is some canon lore because nicol Bolas's whole jam is killing planeswalkers and stealing their spark to give himself more power which is like like, like like Jet Li's The One. Um, but. Uh, okay.
4: Okay. Do you have stock in
0: Jet Li's The One DVDs
4: or something? No, it just
0: comes up a lot. It's very important I'm to my life. surprised
4: you
1: didn't say like Highlander since you already. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah,
0: like also like Highlander. Um, mm-hmm. But they're the same movie. One is just a karate version of Highlander, the other one's Highlander. <laughs> I mean, um,
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, which one? Because. The Highlanders got that well no so
0: instead of smooching a planeswalker you could learn the ritual that apparently Nickel Bolas knows find a planeswalker kill them take their spark and then become one so that's an option too what? well, all of them I think all five okay I, I, I think it depends on the set but he's yeah. a bad guy so I, like he was black. Black, red, I, mean, I think he's black, black red blue yeah most of the time right yeah yeah <laughs> We don't need to worry about him. He's not around right now.
1: How many times do I need to smooch Vraska?
0: Mm, It depends. You're you're gonna. You you may get one, and then that'd be the end of you. But it'd be a good. I
1: don't know that though. I could be a planeswalker by then. Mm.
0: That'd be a sick way to find out. Find Vraska, give her a smooch, die from being turned to stone, and then erupt from your stone prison as a planeswalker. That'd be pretty.
1: Wait. So if you turn to stone and then you're also a planeswalker do you get to erupt from it that's
0: not like that'd be rough
1: (laughs) no i think i think alive isn't the same as being
0: i think when your spark i think when your spark awakens you um you go through a full sailor moon magical girl transformation sequence yes is that that the canon yeah the thing no the thing is we know that road can't be a planeswalker because planeswalker cards are powered by loyalty tokens and road can't have any loyalty tokens Oh, on her at any time, so. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry.
5: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: I'm, really that Katie, I'm really excited that Katie just, <laughs> Katie just, uh, Michael Sarah out of the conversation. <laughs> uh, yep yeah.
1: Excellent. Who's next?
0: Well, how you been, Masood?
3: <laughs> just been living my life. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the longer
4: she's gone the funnier it is. 158
3: she walks back in uh mm-hmm. my gosh i'm so excited uh, no I'll, I'll i'll do my uh spiel why not um no i've been good uh have been running around a lot i just opened a show this past weekend, um, Big Little Eyes uh, went really well at Sir Friday with Sir Friday Night Chicago's oldest all Asian uh, comedy troupe, Dane Nipudi, Steve Yoon, are some of our alumni. This is all the boilerplate, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, they, it was a really good show, and I, I'm a lot more relaxed because it's open now. Uh, but uh-huh. uh, I also just started the director's program at second city. Yes. And my God, do I have a lot to do with that now? So I I don't really, (laughs) I I was looking forward to like, Oh man, it's going to be nice to slow down. Yeah. Nope. Not until
0: March. Not until March. (sighs) Yeah. Boys in school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, it's, it's gotta be, that sounds like a pretty damn exciting program to be a part of. Um, it is very it is very uh exciting uh i'm basically just gonna be like
3: being taught the ways to like put on a second city show and hmm. like within what that looks like for uh their main stages and their programming um so it should be fun um cool but yeah
0: nice other than that,
3: thank you other than that just been playing with my cat it's about Fair.
0: it yeah that's that's a good life yeah. <laughs> go to school and yourself play with your cat From my cat. Katie, welcome back from whatever plane you just shifted to after I killed you with my harsh burns. (laughs) Um, How have you been? I'm good. I guess up until today. I was
2: i was i was good this is actually um <laughs> this is actually making me flashback to when i was in a comedy class and my teacher who was um uh sexist asshole because you encounter this sometimes in comedy i had oh, left I want,
4: to know. I want to know who it was <laughs> no way oh, really
2: yeah yeah um you wouldn't know
1: her he goes to another school <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh no, you'll you'll know him um i like had left because i was really mad and i came back and he went oh i'm glad your bid is done <laughs> so like oh wow. cool good so my bid done. i came back <laughs> um that... I congr- yeah yeah congrats on the directing program that's genuinely so exciting that
4: thank you really cool. no yeah. does he say the word dinkle a lot <laughs>
2: No, um, no, he the very first day of class he was like, "Hi, my name is name redacted, and I don't like bits, so don't do them." Uh, and we were like, "Oh, that's a really probably-
0: good way to turn anybody's like actual feelings into a joke, right?" Because he can just be like, "I don't like bits. You're doing one. You're like, I'm actually having like a thing, and I'd like to talk about it. And like, no, this is a bit. Get out of here." Wow, this guy sounds great
4: yeah also you know i'm taking a comedy class just because i want to have fun on a tuesday night and i'm okay with that and not being my career so you know i'm just gonna have fun because i'm paying you yeah not that much actually (laughs) it was it was
2: not good yeah uh yeah but i've been i've been good um i recently had my um soul crushed
0: yeah, when that I was like, like 45 seconds play
2: ago, player? maybe, I think. Yeah,
0: maybe a minute. yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: that's so, so sad. <laughs> um, and it's okay, I'll just uh, relentlessly root for all of the other players who are my friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good, perfect. I'm into um, it.
2: So, uh, I will say, if I am the last person to kiss a plane walker on this podcast, I in show, I will think that I have failed. Yeah.
1: A person, I I mean, you will not be the last.
0: I can make I can make a list of of the. So what's who's who's currently who do we know so far that are planeswalkers that are on Ravnica at this time? So we got Dovin Ban. Ral, Ral. Jace mm-hmm. isn't around right now, but but when he is. Um, Spoilers. Vraska. I mean, he he comes. <gasps> Vraska's ago. here. Yeah. 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 Vraska. You know, I, I knew that. You know, I just I mean, we're going to. Yeah. Um, I'm not smooch. sure. I think Dom, I think Domri is here because Domri, I don't think he ever left. Ra- I don't know if I've ever seen him anywhere else, oh but I think he's around. He sucks. Domri sucks. Nobody should smooch him. Okay. Um,
1: I mean, whoa, you just told me not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's
0: yeah. Take a look. Okay.
2: Is he a hot mess? Uh,
0: I, he's just, he's like a, just a kind of a dumb sucker, but well, if, you know, see. it's fine. Um, yeah, do you like snotty punks? He's like, uh, he's Actually, like that that ha- half elf that you lit on fire um, in the precinct, but like, worse. how
1: old is he? He looks young.
0: I, I mean, he's an elf yeah. and he's a planeswalker, so I don't know what his actual age is.
2: we I'm. I'm also looking at a picture of him right now. Yeah. I. Oh, he looks really young in the face, though. I don't think so.
0: Mm-hmm. Let me see. Don't Although me... it's
2: comma City Smasher. Yeah, he thinks he's cool like that. <laughs> wait if we all had dumb dummy names like that what would they be um, <laughs> it would just be tack <laughs> just be tack yep
0: yeah i can't i can't see i don't have a i don't have a canon age for him but he's been around for a while he's been around for several sets so
1: i don't know anything about magic is it kaya or kaya
0: it's kaya
1: i think kaya that's my wife
0: yeah, she rules, hey. She I don't think she's around yet, but she's gonna yeah, she's gonna mix shit up right quick. I Did also you
1: say she's coming?
0: I think she's super gay too. No,
1: oh, oh cool. I love her.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. So anyway, lots of <laughs> Look options.
2: Look at her Katie! <laughs> send me a picture in chat. Please. I need Katie, to please. No, I can't share her.
0: <laughs> I always get Kaya and Jaya mixed up for obvious reasons, but Kaya is the uh, Kai's the black lady that kills all the ghosts and Jaya is an old pyromancer lady.
1: And she's, ah. she is. oh my gosh. I will say number one highlight of going to Seattle was seeing the, the magic area. And they had like this super hot lady with like a shaved head, like mohawk thing going on. And she had a, a sword that was made out of like um, uh, stained glass. Oh, cool. What was her name? Fuck. Uh, it was something kind of silly but whatever <laughs> it doesn't matter she's hot and she's my wife and she had like a huge scar on her face and she was super hot anyway
0: i'm so. trying to figure out who you're talking about is that a is it a magic character
1: yeah stained glass was, makes me she think like,
0: she's like a dominaria it, chat who is who is she was like
1: he's like painted up on the wall Who's and TK talking
0: about help me super
1: figure out <laughs> and i was like and hadil and i both fell in love instantly
0: mm-hmm. that's or fair that's fair. I mean, when I play magic, that's pretty much the only purpose. is just like shipping the various planeswalkers with one another. So with my, Yeah,
1: now, now you can do that. Yeah. It's like, you yeah. tell I don't care about their happiness.
0: Alright, no. good. So, no, Jace Bellarin must die. Secondary goal, uh... Smooch all the planeswalkers. <laughs>
2: smooch every Planeswalker. Yeah. Well, whoever whoever doesn't, they're gonna get kicked off the show. It's like every it's gonna be three people manage to kiss a planeswalker, Weird. and then <laughs> smooch quota. It's like The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah.
0: Perfect. Good. Oh my god. Now I'm thinking about if the if it was a season of The Bachelor, but The Bachelor was Jace. Oh Ew. man! <laughs>
2: Don't ruin it.
0: <laughs> Why cool you bring
2: that
0: up? I oh, put it in black,
2: Katie. Thank <sighs> you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Smoochability is the most important thing about a Planeswalker. Uh, unfortunately, so many of them are just totally unsmoochable. So the group is is pretty spread out right now. Um, I want to start. We'll do what we did last time with with Winogar, But let's let's start by getting caught up with uh, with Tack. Um, so we're going to see kind of what you've been up to. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and we'll we'll check it out. Uh, so the last time we saw attack, you had gone to see your mom. And your mom was like, honey, I'm just about to go to a really important meeting. You can stay here if you want. Gotta go. Right? And then she left. And, of course, you followed her, right?
1: Um, Of course. Oh, yeah, you did. Okay. She's going to a murder meeting. I gotta go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think probably at some point we'll need to get you to roll stealth to like hide from, uh, to, to hide from notice, but following your mom through the undercity, like she's, she's focused, whether she notices that you're following her or not, you, you can't tell. But, um, you follow her through through the kind of upper layer of the the Undercity where she lives, and into uh, into a tunnel, and um, she begins descending down deeper into the city. And at first, it's pretty standard Golgari ruins, right? It's it's the ancient layers of Ravnica built one on top of another, and then eventually you kind of exhaust those, and you begin entering what is clear to attack uh, as crawl uh, crawl territory, right? So you start to see. Uh, in the periphery of your vision, the flickering of insect wings, you follow your mom past uh, some of their weird like I think that they they build on the kind of cave structure down here. But I, I think that they build kind of like um those wasps, like paper wasps or whatever, where they make they like re- repurpose material and then spit up this kind of paste and they make hives out of it. Uh, and so once you get to this part, it occurs to you that the various like factions within the Golgari. They they exist in kind of a tenuous uh, relationship with one another and getting caught down here in in a crawl like hive uh, might be bad for you. So you watch your your mom kind of walk and she's just walking out in the open. She's not skulking through this area and you watch her walk up to uh, a couple, uh, a couple of uh, crawl that are um, basically guarding an intersection. And she's having a conversation with them. Uh, it's too far away for you to hear, and they're they're speaking quietly. Um, what do we see you doing? Are you nervous at all? Are you like confident down here? What do you wanna What do you want to do? Because if you get caught, um, the last time
1: I was in crawl territory, um, they threatened to straight up eat me. Yes,
0: uh, that is yeah. You're you are a snack.
1: I don't want them anywhere near my bottom. Um, uh-huh. so I think I think the chances that Tac like Tac will weigh this and say, is it is it more embarrassing to Tac to be discovered by their mother who gave them the option to join uh-huh. for the meeting? Or is it worse to be uh to to have their bottom chomped by these these crawl and bed? <laughs> gajillion babies when there's nobody around to threaten to set the babies on fire
0: mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and I think as embarrassing as it is Tack would like call out to their mom and be like your legs are too you know something like
5: mom where'd you go
0: <laughs> so, so your mom is in the middle of this clandestine meeting with these these uh, these crawl and then yeah we hear you shout to her from like half a block away and all three of them her and the two warriors like turn uh, and they they like clutch their spears um, she puts a hand up yeah uh, to like be like calm calm down she doesn't to her credit, she doesn't roll her eyes. She doesn't make a face. She nice. just very like just puts her hand up and they, they listen. Right. They, they lower their spears and they, they uh, right. buzz and click at each other. And she starts walking towards you. And as soon as they're a little further away, you, you do see like a look of concern uh, on her face. And uh, she walks up and <laughs> she uh, even before she gets there, she looks down and she says, um, did you follow me?
5: I mean, you said I could.
0: I did, but I wanted you to come with me so I could keep you safe.
5: I'm with you now.
0: Yes. Yes, you are.
5: So you got what you wanted.
0: (sighs) You're impossible. Come on. I know. And she turns <laughs> she's like let's go come on and uh and so the two of you come back she finishes the conversation uh that she was having with the uh the crawl basically by giving them a command by basically like being like i don't know you don't speak their language do you i do speak crawl. oh do you okay so she uh she says something to him and i think i imagine crawl would be hard to speak but easy to understand it's kind mm-hmm. of like um han solo with wookie right like Mm -hmm. She can understand it, but he speaks basic to Chewie because it's very hard to form the words with your mouth. Yeah. Um, So I think she yeah, she makes uh, she says she would address them then in in common. And uh, she basically tells them, like, fine, we're going through. This is this is my child there with me. And one of the crawl looks at you like, I don't recognize you. And that makes me angry. But they obey. They back off
2: that's
1: actually good news for tack because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it means that they're not about to get heckin eaten, but tack only has one hit point. So <laughs> trying to sneak past these would have been a very poor idea.
0: Right. Yeah. Getting yourself in trouble now would be a bad call. Good. Okay. So she, um, yeah. So as you're walking, so you're heading further into the hive, uh, she says to you, um, I'm glad you recognize the danger that you're in. You could have just, Come with me. You know that, right?
1: Uh, Tack
5: will look at her and say, character growth comes at a very steady pace, Mom, and I'm still learning so much about myself. And also, there is no food in the house.
0: (laughs) She, uh, yeah, she laughs at that. (laughs) I haven't been home a lot, and you seem to be coming and going seemingly at random these days. I want to have a conversation about what's going on with you, but now's not the time, honey.
5: Are you going to kill some people today? Because kind of came for that. hoping oh, that's
0: no. Okay. She shakes her head. She says, this is really more of a talking about who we're going to be killing situation.
5: Can I come? She, or do I have to like sit outside again? She,
0: she gestures and she says, um, you can, but you have to be quiet. This oh. is a listening meeting. Not a talking meeting, not for us,
5: so you're not going to be doing any talking either.
0: She makes a concerned face like you've you've hit on something that she isn't sharing or that like like you see her like think about something there's an emotion there.
1: I will remember that
0: yeah, do you want to make an insight check to see yes. how much of it you,
4: you
1: I pick would like up? to fail at another insight okay. check yeah, <laughs> I think I got a negative one last time. So. <laughs> that is history that's not helpful no let's try inside that's
0: worse <laughs> worse okay, you gonna nine um, <laughs> so yeah you don't know your mom has a feeling you can't really I don't place
5: know. it like she's got a weird face structure
0: your mom your mom is a a dev Curran, right so let me let me take a look at something i would i'm wondering if she would be wearing um a mood mark or not because that's that's a dev thing a golgari thing i think let me let me see yeah it's something that they like they wear i think no i think probably not um and that's interesting because sometimes your uh, your mom, like, literally, like, the, the Dev and wear their emotions on their face. They wear, like, right. makeup that, that indicates to people who understand it, um, like, what their prevailing, like, feeling is or, like, what kind of phase they're in. And then it shifts, right? It's, like, it's magic. It's a mark. But she's not wearing hers right now.
1: I suspect that would be so she does wear them, though, right? Yeah, I think
0: probably she you could you could probably surmise that she's not wearing it because she's going to be around people who won't understand yeah. it anyway. Like there'd be no point We're, in wearing your mood mark around a bunch of crawl because they wouldn't recognize it.
1: OK, I think that because tax insight was so low, TAC will interpret this as she doesn't want them to know what she's feeling, mm, mm-hmm. um, whether right or wrong. I think that's how Tac would interpret, yeah, them,
0: though. That makes sense. Um, uh, Tac
1: yeah. Tac won't double down on the question, but just be like,
5: "That's okay, we can sit together."
0: Yeah, and she she nods. Uh, the
5: assassins' kids table.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and she uh, she says, um, "There's someone very important who's been making some changes in the guild. She's ambitious, and yeah. she has enemies."
5: Uh, okay.
0: We have to be very careful. Some of her enemies could become our enemies. I'm. But
5: they're not our enemies now?
0: She shakes her head. No. Some of them think that they're our friends. I want to go and see what this woman has to say. We've been invited, which means she trusts me enough. And if you're with me, you should be safe. But please, don't steal anything from anyone or cause any trouble. I know it's going to be hard for you, but you need to be quiet And not leave my side.
5: Will there be food?
0: (laughs) She chuckles a little despite herself and shakes her head. Uh,
1: Tack kind of sobers up for a second.
5: I will try not to embarrass you.
0: (laughs) She says, well, that's. All I can hope for. I know. so you uh, you follow her uh, deeper into this this crawl, this crawl nest. She's not um, she's not confronted again. um though you do see her. Like look at sentries along the way a couple of times and and kind of like nod uh, and um, it's clear that she belongs here and that, that the people that uh, are kind of guarding these hallways the crawl they um, they know and you start to see other members of the uh, of the Golgari as well who've come here to uh, to ostensibly um, come to the same meeting and uh, so you see other and elves you see um, probably like uh, some of the undead. Um, you know, like we we see a, a slowly decomposing uh, man in uh, long black robes uh, surrounded by zombies. Uh, and, um, yeah, you see the, the, there's another name for like all of the miscellaneous monsters of the Golgari, I can't remember the Terrigen, maybe, um, mm-hmm. but it's clear that, that like select people from the various sub factions of the Golgari have been invited to this thing. And, uh, we get a shot of the two of you, you and your mom coming through an archway marked with the, the Golgari, the guild sigil and into, um, basically like if the Golgari built, um, like a Greek amphitheater, but it's underground. It's lit by glowing fungus globes and it's full of, uh, various Golgari weirdos. Uh, the seats are all, uh, starting to get quite packed. And, um, your, uh, your mom sees someone, uh, another Dev Karin, Uh, and she, she turns to you and she says, um, I have to go and talk to him. Please find us somewhere to sit. And then she, uh, there's a moment where she's like, "Okay, I have to leave you alone." Okay, I trust my kid. Let's go. And then separates from you, and she she heads down into the uh, into the crowd to go and talk to this person before whatever's going to happen starts happening.
1: Um, as Tac looks around, how many people do they recognize as Okron? Is it only their mother?
0: Um, yeah. Make a uh, make a perception check.
1: Oh, here we go.
0: Yay, 15 15 okay cool um so you uh yeah you recognize a few but but in a glance around it's clear to you that, that the the dev are and the okran especially because it's like dev karen's a big group the okran are a smaller part of that very few of them here um yeah yeah there are there are a couple though maybe you recognize them from like I don't know, like visiting your mom's house or like, you know, they're, but they're, they all seem to be directly related to your, uh, to your mother. You don't see any, uh, Okran that you have never seen before. Right. Okay. These are all people, you know, even if you don't remember their names or.
1: Are they, are they also having a conversation with Lady Nivenka and the other Devkar? And no, they're,
0: they're sitting together in a group. So you, you see like a group of, uh, of elves, uh sort of clustered up together, maybe a half dozen of them. Uh, and they're wearing similar like outfits to your mom's yeah, like assassin garb. Yeah, or their carapace armor. And they're they're sitting and talking and they they notice your mom and you when when maybe not you, they don't like you very much. Remember that like your mom yeah, your, your mom lost cachet because of, of taking you in. So probably yeah. they see her and they're like, Oh, Lady Navenka is here, and then they see you and they're like, Ugh. Uh so there's like some of that when when okay. they notice you. Um,
1: I think still are they are the chairs arranged in like rows or it's a
0: it's like a stone amphitheater. So they're they're tiers from the floor up and it's kind of like a three quarter circle around.
1: I think that tack because tack's fairly intelligent and also neutral evil so there's like a lot of calculation that goes in things Mm, and a lot of that has to do with like saving face um because they are in an area that is very dangerous for them but perhaps advantageous for their mother um there is that desire to seat their mother as close to the Okran as possible. Mm-hmm. Because even if, even if they don't like tack, if she's with like-minded people, that's okay. Are there, are there any forms of like anybody that might be sympathetic to them and maybe also considered to be more like nobility or something like that? Like, can they see who is giving this, this talk
0: no yeah you don't see the okay. the person she she's she's clearly like off stage waiting for everybody to show up so she can make her her big entrance.
1: is there any propaganda like No,
0: this this place, um
1: So it's a secret. Yeah,
0: a- you get the you get the impression that this place was chosen because it is a secret. And there's a lot of kind of like nervous energy in the room, right? There are people who okay. everybody's looking around like trying to g- gauge whether they can trust each other. And if somebody like there's that awkward thing where if somebody recognizes somebody else, it's like Cool, we're part of the same like secret thing that we shouldn't be doing. Let's not talk about it. Uh, okay. You know.
1: Then yes. Then yes, tack will seat themselves about five to eight feet away from the Okron area so that their mom can take the middle Mm -hmm. and like decide how much room she wants between them just because they seem the least likely to sell her out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if I can, if I can discern all of that from this room, (laughs) then yeah, we'll see. I will seat myself away from the Okron, but where my mom can sit between us as like a buffer
0: Mm, mm-hmm okay
1: and kind of keep to myself I'm not gonna I'm not gonna engage them or talk to them
0: yeah so you go and you sit down and uh yeah and I think I think you probably get like this group of and they're they're very much like what you would imagine if I were to say to you like d- dark elf assassins like they're very snooty and cold yeah. and like yeah they kind of like look down their nose at you when you come and sit nearby but they there is a degree of like oh good you're smart enough not to sit right next to us and try to have a conversation yeah <laughs> Um,
5: Yeah,
0: and so, uh, you see your mom start to, to come back and she, she greets the other, uh, the other Okran, uh, here, uh, she, she bows to them and they, they have a short, uh, kind of ritualized greeting, uh, in Elvish and, uh, she sits down and looks at you and, uh, and she says, um, I think she just quietly, she just says, thank you. She's just like for, for getting a seat and for like finding the other Okran, like you did good. Um, yeah. And, uh, and she sits down next to you and there's a, a kind of a, a quiet that spreads over the, over the group because everyone has started to sit and it's, it's clear someone has, uh, has signaled that, that like the meeting is going to start. And so everybody kind of like quiets down. Uh, there's the occasional sort of flicker of, uh, of crawl wings amongst the crowd. And uh, there is at the back of this, this theater, there is a, um, like a black a hanging black curtain. Um, and uh, from it, the curtain opens slightly and a uh, very well preserved, but still clearly uh, undead uh, creature comes out. Um, they are, uh, they're an elf. Um, but can you make a religion check? I want to see if you recognize what's yeah. special about this this guy. Oh, that's a guy.
1: Ugh, boring. <laughs> nope, sure okay. don't. I got a 6. <laughs> All right.
0: So he just looks like some kind of like it's clear to you like he's got he's an elf, uh, you know, long pointy ears, uh sort of gravitas, but there's there's something like waxy and pale about his skin, but he's not moving like a zombie, right? Like he seems to be Like he has the countenance of the dead, but he is he is acting like he's alive. Uh, He moves with like grace and uh, poise rather than
1: elf to like my mom. Or is he just an elf? Okay, is he marks?
0: No, he's not.
1: Mm, Tack remembers that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. None of the none of the um, none of the elves are.
1: Okay, so tack tack will file that away. as like a strategic thing and not whatever it probably is.
0: And so he, uh, he, he steps out and everybody kind of quiets down uh, and he, he gestures to the, um, to the curtain uh, and says, um, Assembled friends, we thank you. Our lady arrives. And he, he sort of bows and he opens the, the curtain And when he does, uh, a woman emerges from it. And when she comes out, you notice a handful of people in the audience instinctively cover their eyes or look down or look away. Um, So we see first uh, her her gown, which is made of there. There might have been a gown underneath there somewhere uh, originally, but now it's mostly fungus. So there are these like her her shoulders are like sweeping uh, mushroom like caps that come out. There is a fine mycelial lace uh, that covers sort of the front of her. Uh, She has a pale green skin, uh, long, delicate fingers. And uh, and as we as we pan kind of up her outfit, uh, we see that uh, instead of hair, uh, this lady has snake tails. Um, I think even you, Tack, would recognize this particular Gorgon. Um, but I don't know how much you know. So you can make a religion check or okay. you can make a uh, or you can make a history check, whichever you prefer.
1: I actually like even though you you asked me to make a religion check or a history check based on those. Yeah. I actually am a little more interested in making a check based on whether or not like averting your eyes to them is considered like a uh,
0: negative. Yeah. Yeah. So you're Golgari. So you get this one for free. She's a Gorgon. Um, yeah some of these people are doing this instinctively because uh-huh. you don't look at a Gorgon. Cause if you make eye contact with them, they can turn you to stone. Um, yeah.
1: It, it's, is that considered rude I,
0: or it's, it's definitely considered obsequious um, okay. because looking, looking her in the eyes means like, fuck you. I dare you. Like I'm not scared of you. Uh, so looking away could be uh, that they're just afraid of getting turned to stone. It might also be like, like, bowing to her, right? Like, like yeah. you, you could kill me with a glance, please don't. Um, but also, okay. it, it indicates they don't trust her not to do it. Um,
1: okay, and I think I... Like, as much as I... As much as, like, ITK want to know who this person is, yeah. I think TAC has interpreted this as a situation where their mother is in danger, but not because of the person speaking, because of the people around them. Because oh, none of the Dev Karins are wearing their mood marks. And yeah. so that signals to, uh, tack that like, they don't trust mm. anybody that they're around. Right. I kind of want to see who has averted their eyes because to me, that's like a, you don't have control over yourself type thing. Did their mother avert her none eyes? None
0: No, none of the, none of the Okran did. They're all looking right at her.
1: Okay. Then the people who did tack immediately considers weak.
0: Yeah. Fair. Right. Like you look around and there. Yeah. There are a few people. And I think that you, you notice ones that are kind of recovering. They're like, Oh, okay. Like it's fine. And then, but they're still not looking right at her face. They're like looking at her dress or like trying not to. Yeah.
1: Where's Navanka looking?
0: Uh, So the, your, your mom is looking like right, right at her. And there you can tell that she's, there's a, a sense of um like tension, whether she's excited or nervous or what you can't, you can't really tell. But Yeah. Yeah, and and that look is mirrored yeah. on the rest of the the faces of the uh, dev carin that you're sitting with.
1: Okay, that's fine. I think TAC would try to mirror that as much as possible because like their big thing is they're trying not to embarrass their mother, but okay. they also want to watch this crowd in a way that they know their mother can't. Yeah. Um, and like sense the energy of the crowd. So I think eventually TAC would like look at this person, and honestly, I just don't think TAC knows who they are. Okay. Yeah, that's like, fine. I don't think they know who she is.
0: Okay, Um, so they make a
1: point not to know anything about the politics.
0: Yeah. 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 So. um, So when uh, when she when she comes out, uh, she she puts her hands out to indicate, like, I'm going to talk now. And then, you know, any any remaining like whispering kind of dies down. And uh, she begins uh, by by addressing uh, the crowd at large. And she she says, um, friends. It's so good to see you. And as she's speaking, her, her hair is kind of like writhing around on her head, almost like it has a, a mind of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good to see you. I know that for some of you, even being here poses a significant risk. I want you to know that I see you. And when she says that, she grins a little and like looks at somebody who like isn't looking at her. Um, and, uh, and she says, your loyalty means so much to me.
1: Oh, no, she's
0: hot. Some of you have known me a long time. And she, like, looks over at the other uh, Okran. And one of them, one of them like, touches, like, a, a badge on their armor, like, sentimentally. Um, <laughs> ah, those are new friends. And she looks over at another group, and, and there's some, like, nervous shuffling. But you're all here because you believe that something about the swarm needs to change. The swarm moves... In many directions at once, crawling through the Undercity. The factions, all with their own goals. But we as a guild must look inward if we're to survive. You were with me when I struck against the Azorius. And there's more like nodding, like we remember that. Yeah, that was, that was rough. Um, I ask you to join me again. Our leader Gerard is done; his time is over. You've seen the way that his power has faded, and the way that we, the Golgari, have suffered for it. And there's like more angry, like muttering, like "Yeah, Gerard sucks. Fuck that guy." Uh, and uh, and she says, um, "His time and the time of those like him has come to an end." You are here because you know what must be done. And there's, there's like a whisper through the crowd. And everybody, like your, even your mom, and I think we focus on your, your mom's face, everybody like mutters or whispers, almost like like the amen at the end of a prayer. They say, a person should die the death they deserve. And this like phrase kind of like goes through the, through the crowd. And she nods kind of sagely and she says, it is my belief that Gerard must die the death he deserves. And they all kind of like, yeah, there's a lot of like nodding and smiling. Like, yeah, that's why we came. Like we were waiting for this, this order. And, uh, and she, uh, she says, um, my agents have given you your assignments. Some will have to work harder, risk more than others, but I promise you upon my ascension, you will be rewarded. And there's more kind of like grim, kind of like nodding. Like, yeah, we have, we have a hard time ahead of us, but it's going to be okay. Uh, and she uh, she says, um, "I have great ambitions for the swarm. In my swarm, each and every one of you will play a very important role. The time for change is now. Leave Gerard to me. The rest of you have your assignments. And there's more like whispering and nodding, and and she uh, she bows. And she she leaves her assistant, like opens the curtain and she turns. And with a a slither of her fungal dress, she uh, she goes back uh, behind the uh, behind the curtain. And there's a sense in the crowd that that everybody is like, like, this isn't the like show up and get your job thing. This was the like, all right, everybody, we're doing this thing. Come and come and meet with your team. And um, your mom turns to you to see how you're reacting, like to see what you uh, what you yeah what you do so what what do we see
1: tac has never been a person who has had any loyalty to the golgari and i think that is one of the big things that sets tac apart is that the golgari are a unified guilt for the most part that you are part of the hive you're part of the swarm and tack has never had that and Mm. has even alluded to their mother several times their own uh personal views about guilds and how guilds work and what what they think about them
0: yeah
1: tack i think that if she looks at tack tack is sort of just looking at everyone else like "Mm, okay you're super into this um tack is not uh swayed or interested but is trying not to look disinterested it's just sort of like when you've been invited by your friend to church and everybody starts singing and Uh clapping you're just kind of like this is what i'm doing until we go for lunch at the mexican restaurant
0: (laughs) (laughs) right you're like it would be cool if we could finish up with whatever this is
1: yeah, whatever this is, I, Are you, I just and, really and want the lunch chicken fajitas. And I'm, you're making
0: you're making an effort to hide this from your mom. <laughs> um, I don't
1: I don't think Tac is. Okay. All I right. don't think Tac has ever like genuinely hidden their feelings. I just don't think they're good at it. So if if Nivenka looks over, that's the look on tax face. And then tack will like rearrange their face afterwards to be like, Oh yeah, that's right. I'm not supposed to be embarrassing her in public.
0: Okay. So she sees all of that happen. Uh, And uh, yeah. And your mom, uh, she smiles and, uh, and she says, um, so now you see I'm involved in this little conspiracy I know you've never really been interested in guild politics, but I'm glad you're here to see this. Things are going to change one way or another. The rest of the Devkaran they agree with Vraska that Gerard's time is up, but they want Izoni to take over. I believe in Vraska. She was one of us once. And, and when she says that, she does the same, like like touches the, the like sigil on her armor. Um, I believe that she will do good things for the Okran and for all the Golgari, but it's going to be a dangerous time for a little while.
5: Swarm needs a strong leader. That makes sense.
0: I didn't invite you here because I want you to be a part of this. I just wanted to... I wanted to show you. I wanted you to be able to make this decision yourself. How involved you want to be. And if that's not at all, I'll understand. I know you've been busy with your surface friends. And you can go back to that. Whatever it is you're doing, I she kind of smiles and like uh like ruffles your hair a little and and she says um despite how much i worry over you i know you can take care of yourself i just wanted you to know what i'm going to be doing and if and i know we've talked about this before but if someday you come home and you find i'm not there i wanted you to know what i died doing
5: I mean, I appreciate that, Mom. I, it means a lot that you bring me into this life, but, like, I just, even the motto, everybody does, you know, everyone dies the death they deserve, but, Mom, you don't deserve to die, so...
0: And she she kind of made there's like a, a little sad smile and and she says um, everybody dies Tack.
5: everyone dies but not everyone deserves it
0: and she she makes a little face like oh you're such a little softy like I know. That's, you know like that's such a that's such a like a sauce little soft thing to say like and it in, in a way it's you're the only one in the room that thinks or feels that way right like yeah. these are these are it's a subset of an already very death heavy culture. Uh, And it, and it proves, it proves to her both the, the, like you're outside of this. And that's part of what she like, she loves about you. Right. That she's like, yeah, Yeah. you're a Golgari, but you're kind of doing it for me. And like, yeah, you're different. And I've always loved you for that. Right. Yeah. Um, I
5: think,
1: yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Tack will, um, sort of (sighs) like, Um they don't they don't do public displays of affection. First of all because Tac shows isn't good at affection and yeah. um Navenka doesn't show affection. Yeah. But Tac will like inch their hand across the seating bench and like set the tip of their pinky against the tip of Navenka's pinky. Yeah. Be like
5: "Mom, you know I don't believe in guilds." And you know that i think we'd be better off without them and someday we're not gonna have them anymore
0: <sighs> and she she gives you this this look like oh god, and it's so it's so nuanced too because like she's gonna live a lot longer than you are like goblins are short-lived yeah. and elves are very long lived and the fact mm-hmm. that you have this like like deep seated, like the future is going to be different. She's like, honey, I'm going to blink and you're going to be old. Like, yeah. Um, but she doesn't say any of that. And she's never like, she's never disrespected that or brought it up. Never been like, your feelings are irrelevant because you're going to die of old age. in what seems like 10 minutes to me, she inversely, I think she appreciates how brightly tack burns, right. Where she's just Mm -hmm. like, you are living every minute of your life. So brilliantly. And like she, I think she, she, there's this tiny little hint of a smile. And then you hear one of the other uh, Devkar and one of the other Cron like, <clears throat> like clear his throat and she looks past you and you see her nostrils flare, which to her, to her is like a huge eye roll and like massive yeah. shoulder, like sigh. Uh, and she looks at you and she says, um, I have to have a conversation with my friends. You're welcome to stay, but... You might want to go.
5: Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about it at home.
0: And uh, yeah. So she stands up uh, to go and walk over to to the others. Um, Do you, do you leave?
1: I think that tack would stealthily follow whatever like noble road there is that like the higher born people take out to avoid going through the crawl stuff on their own
0: uh yeah 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 so you just want to be you want to wait around until the meeting starts to dissipate and then follow some people out so that if there's trouble then hopefully they'll be nearby yeah okay cool yeah yeah all right um Cool. Okay, so you uh, you you stick around. You kind of lurk in the shadows of the edge. I don't I don't think anybody uh, like if you're already in, nobody like goes looking for you. Um, yeah. And yeah, like the the various groups kind of they split off and start having conversations about like their particular thing. Um, the the meeting now that you get a better chance to look around, the meeting seems like it's mostly made up of uh, what you what you thought were like humans, but are now you're realizing are uh, more of these kind of like undead elves.
2: Mm.
0: Um, so there's a bunch more of them, but they're they're in various. Not all of them are as well preserved as the dude at the front. Some of them look more like liches at this point, um, and they all have like either masks or like hoods to kind of cover that. Um, and then a lot of uh, a lot of crawl uh, in the the meeting as well. A lot of mixing between those two groups, and then a few. Uh, kind of of the miscellaneous Terrigen. So you see like a couple of uh, Gorgons and that little group of the Okran, And there's these little meetings. And then they all start to split up to like go off and start doing things uh, in the name of their their new would-be leader. Um, now, the, the Golgari have shifted leaders a bunch of times. Like every guild goes through this, except the it? I think niv has just been in charge since like whatever, 100,000 years ago or whenever the fuck the guild was founded. Uh, cause he's a dragon and he lives forever. So, you know, um, but the Golgari, they, they shift, right? They, they churn through leaders every once in a while. This has happened before, though, maybe not in your lifetime tech, but you've heard stories. Uh, mm-hmm. and so it looks like, it looks like Vraska thinks it's time for a change. Um, but let's, let's have you, cause you're, you're in a great position to eavesdrop while you hang out. So I would love, yeah. To. Why don't we, why don't we roll a perception check? I'll give you some little tidbits and then and then we can Gosh, go let's
1: hope this is better than my last role 21
0: okay nice 21 is a very good role so I'll give you a couple of little bits and pieces and you can ask me some questions if you want um so it seems like for the most part each little group is talking about what their role is in in this upcoming uh coup um it seems to you like the plan is Vraska is going to personally confront and kill Gerad, I think Gerard von Savo is the name of the dude. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a lich. He's an elven lich, and um, she's going to go and confront him and murder him uh, her, herself. Um, some of the others have to go and like either distract or contain or talk to um, the other uh, the other elves, um, uh, the um, the Devkarin. Because they're like like what your mom said, like they want to put Izoni in charge. And so some of these elves have to go and like basically tell them like that's not going to happen. Vraska is going to be the boss. You need to get in line. Um, There are a few people who are talking about going out and and uh, they who who they have to knock off like lesser members of Gerard's kind of like council. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that seems to be kind of what the planning is about. And then there's also a bunch of gossip about Vraska, right? Like they're, they're talking about like where she came from and who she is. You do pick up that she used to be a member of the O'Kran. Um, and that she has a personal, like a deep personal hatred of the Azorius. Uh, and that she was known in the O'Kran for like taking on, uh, basically like pro bono, any case that, or any job that would like off an important member of the Azorius Senate, She fucking hates their guts. Um, and so she was like a young upcoming assassin and then she just vanished for a while. Uh, and now apparently she's back and, uh, everybody is like excited that she's gonna, she's going to do this thing, but nobody knows where she was. Um, and, uh, yeah. I mean, is there anything else you're like listening for in particular?
1: Um, tack has done a lot of crime, so they know that first of all, Golgari swarm is a large place. Yeah all of the conspirators fit inside this room.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, that's what it, yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah.
1: That it seems like is what I'm saying is like, who's the rest of the people? Like they're listening for like a name for like, or like a description of an agent who gave them like their, their thing. Like surely there's somebody here who is loose lipped enough to be like, yeah, I got my orders in the back of the line at the Starbucks or something. (laughs) Yeah. I'm looking for the she must have it. She's already mentioned she has agents, so she must have a larger agent network. I want information on them,
0: Uh, uh like
1: anything that somebody lets slip based on like agent networks and stuff, as well as like, yeah, she's anti Azorius, but I also want to like I don't know who's who's like where'd she go? Why'd she come back now? Why does she care about the Golgari? But she left. Like, I wanna, I want to see if any of that ties into this Jace Bellerin conspiracy as well.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't think unless unless you put yourself in a position to like bring it up, I don't think anybody yeah. mentions more of that. But there is, you do yeah. get the impression that there is a an almost like. Like a mythical quality to Vraska in the sense that like her going away, like she was a a super cool badass assassin and then she disappeared and now she came back and like just built this, this network of, of allies. And this has all happened quite quickly. And, um, it kind of gives her this like mythical quality of like, where was she? And like, she came back and she's like, she's different now. Have you noticed? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then if I can't if I can't listen in on anything, I would like to observe visually and see if anybody has like those telltale like the blue eyes from like
0: Mm, uh
1: see if anybody's got some stuff going on like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, there is there's no no evidence that you can see um, no like eye tattoos, you know, surreptitiously (laughs) hidden under a sleeve or any any blue glow anywhere.
2: Nobody's
1: carrying around like a Jace Bellerin body pillow. Yeah,
0: somebody's got like a little Jace Bellerin backpack and a little pan okay. of I heart Jace. No, uh, they're No, you don't. You don't see any of that. Um, okay. Yeah, this is very much a and the impression you get. This is very much an internal Golgari matter. Um, okay. Yeah,
1: that's fine. TK kind of figured that out, but yeah, like but TAC it's to have it would
0: confirmed. Wanna,
1: yeah, yeah. TAC would want to confirm that. Okay, then I think that TAC would.
0: Yeah, and and chat chat makes a good point you get the impression, this is useful information. You get the impression that the reason people are interested in following Braska is that she is speaking for the like lesser parts of the Golgari. Um, normally like she's made allies with the crawl, which normally are like the bottom of the hierarchy. They're like the, mm. they're like they're, they're treated as like barely humans sometimes because some of them are, um, mm. but she's clearly made them her allies. Um, and the, the swarm has been led by um, uh, kind of the snooty Aspects of the DevCarn for a long time, uh, mm-hmm. so it seems like that's her angle.
1: Okay, so it's like a, a classism.
0: Yeah, right. Where it's like we're seeing like
1: the lens of classism here. Yeah, the
0: swarm. Well, her her jam is that everyone in the swarm is equal, right? That we are we are of one mind. That's how the swarm works, and it can't work this way with you know uh, Gerard and his like upper class aspect. That he has to go.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. All right. So you you stick around for that. And then you, uh, and then you, you slip away uh, with the crowd as they, uh, as they disperse. Yeah. That's, I can do it. Cool. All right. Uh, so where do you, where do you go after the, after the meeting?
1: Lord, that's hard. Cause like TAC, I know TAC agreed to return home, but I don't think TAC does. I think, TAC does stay in the Undercity at least long enough to take a nap. Um, uh-huh. But I don't think TAC uh, returns back to the house or back to um, uh, host in the shell. Mostly because, like, the girl are still looking for me or the girl are still looking for me. So
0: uh-huh.
1: wanna maybe take a nap on top of, like, a dilapidated roof or something.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you just find somewhere, somewhere relatively safe to like hang out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, so that's that's not too hard, I don't think. Um, yeah. The gruel. The great thing about the gruel is that like it's been. I don't know more than 10 minutes so probably they found something else to smash and light on fire yeah. their attention span is very very limited so I'm
1: pretty sure tax parents for gruel because this is <laughs> sounding more and more
0: yeah they're pretty much just like destroy whatever is nearby and they, they have a really hard time uh, coming up with plans which is why i think the gruel as a clan as a guild get manipulated so often because all it I takes
1: ask to be dragged like this today
0: okay? <laughs> all it takes is somebody with a better vision and a little bit of discipline to be like listen losers this is what we're doing go and destroy that thing get over there uh but on their own they're basically just like rampaging hooligans yeah
1: i don't i don't deserve this
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh while while all that's going on um I think I want to, I think I want to catch up with Torgor and road first, and then we'll figure out what happened with vinegar. So Torgor and road remind, remind uh, me and our audience, where did we see you last? What were the two of you up to when last we saw you?
2: Torgor was making paella. What were you making in the kitchen?
3: I was making a paella for us and our friend. Um, and then, uh, did you did you kill him while I was off screen?
2: I knocked him back out.
0: That's back right. Out. It's that's the two of is. you and your your new Balerian friend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he, then while he was asleep. Oh, that's right. And then charm person wore off. Uh
2: huh. <laughs> and there's the scream from the kitchen. <laughs>
0: okay. The so yeah, it's ruined. Let's uh, cut. Let's cut back to that. So uh did describe for me the scene in the kitchen uh uh when torgor realizes uh that he has been uh magically manipulated road you don't have any saffron in your spice cabinet
3: i know i know it's an expense but like it's practically barren in here if i'm honest and oh, god damn it oh i is he still alive yes can i kill him no you sure i would really enjoy tor would love to uh, would right now uh coming back like very upset like don't worry. I turn the paella off. It's fine. It's good to eat. But. So when
0: you when you come back into the room, have you exchanged your cooking implements for weapons, or are you just like holding whatever it is you use to make paella? I guess there's well, a lot I, of tools involved.
3: Right. It's all it's all set up. It's plated. It's just uh, it's ready for consumption. Uh, but Torgo now enters back, um, takes the apron off that he's wearing. Yeah. Yes, you already knew. Um, and then pulls out uh, his rapier, um, and like, just like gets it real like. Is just standing in front, uh, of the the individual the chair, the Balarian.
2: Torgor, we're going. Torgor, stop! Hold on, one moment. I promise that we're going to give him a fate much worse than death at this point.
3: Can I have a finger?
2: Yeah, go for
3: it. <laughs> and I chop off a finger. I, I take, I take, I take his pinky at first. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh. Well. Um. He wakes up <laughs> when you <Yeah>. ch- <laughs> chop off his finger. Uh. Yeah. He like wakes up and starts screaming. He's tied to a chair, right? Yeah. Horrifying. Okay. So yeah, he's, he's got his blood coming out of his hand. He's like screaming. Uh, he's like pulling on the chair. I think you, the chair probably falls over. Oh,
3: sorry, friend. <laughs> so sorry, my friend. Uh, I was making paella and I realized I needed a little ingredient and then I go back to the kitchen and <laughs> I just grill leave the finger.
0: The
3: I just leave the room and I grill the finger and then I put it over <laughs> my own plate of food and I eat it in front of me.
0: <laughs> so Torkor walks into the other room, throws the severed finger into a pan and just starts fucking sauteing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, so in the other room road, this guy is lying on the floor screaming. It's interesting because I think that we I think we do this thing where we we think that Torgor is this like, you know, soft, gentle minotaur, which sometimes he is. But it's easy to forget that Torgor is a Rakdos and eating people's fingers. That's pretty normal Rakdos business. So, yeah, Rakdos Torgor comes out the 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 juggalo within. And so you yeah, you in the other room and just start casually fucking sauteing this guy's hand sausage
3: Ro, uh, do you want any? There's plenty to share. I could probably split. Some, or I could get another one. Do you want a topping for yours?
2: No, <laughs> really, I can throw I, that pan away when you're
3: done. <laughs> I mean, I, no, no, no. I think we could get a lot more use out of a lot of fingers if our bo- buddy doesn't start talking soon. Yeah, so he's, awesome. just, he's just
0: I, laying on the ground, I, ground I, screaming.
2: I'd say stop screaming or I'll let him take another finger.
0: Uh, okay, um, make a... Um, make an in- intimidation check i guess can i, can I get advantage because it's is oh it, you 100 have advantage yes am i
3: intimidating or is road intimidating that's, um that's either question. one
0: of you can make this roll this is definitely a team effort okay
2: i have a just like a like a zero so i have a i have a,
3: I have a four to it so
2: oh honey please do it
0: okay <laughs> let's see all right 18 18 is pretty good that's enough uh he, like, he's trying to stop, like, screaming in pain and fear, uh, and so I think you, like, Rode, you're the one doing the talking, but Torgor is the one that took off his finger, and so you come over and you, like, crouch down, because he's lying on his side, screaming, and he, he like, <laughs> like tries to, like, hold back the the screams as you you look at him, and he's got, like, snot dripping out of his nose, and, like, he's, just, like, trembling and shaking, and he's all sweaty, uh, and he, he just looks at yeah. you.
2: I'm gonna... Oh, this is so mean! I'm actually gonna take out my ointment and I'm going to spend one of it, and I'm just gonna like <laughs> just heal him <laughs> very gently. Heal him.
0: Good cop. Okay. I get it. Yeah, this is nice. <laughs> do you just leave him on the floor? or Do you like pick him up and then do it?
2: No, I pick him back up, and okay. I'm like, and I'm, and I, i i am so sorry. I'm so sorry. I knew he wouldn't react well to that.
0: Yeah. And so he, he like flinches when you go to put the stuff on and then he realizes that it's like healing him and he, he's like still shaking his body's in full on like panic mode. He's in shock. And he, he looks at you and he's like, y- you're, you're monsters.
2: I'm, I, I'm not. He, yes, absolutely. Um, you were lucky that you had him charmed for so long. I wish you had gotten away with it.
0: <laughs> and he's just like stuttering and like shaking
2: man so what would be like a fun thing to find out right now oh um the other locations of ours that you know how about we start hearing about those
0: and he uh he he says um we we only we only know about this this place
2: how did you find out about this place
0: messages we we get them from above I had a, a a vision it's how he commands us and you see his eyes like flicker blue slightly when he says that like him
2: being like the big guy
0: <laughs> and he, he like he nods
2: Are you sure honey
0: uh, and he again like yeah more nodding
2: okay well all right well i'm gonna to tell torgor no more fingers that i promise um but you can just sit and hang out and i'm gonna go talk with torgor and figure out what to do with you okay
0: it, yeah he just like sputters a little bit
2: i pat him on the head okay and i i go into the kitchen
3: okay Torgor is silently cooking uh, just like like so mad and like, just like stirring this finger over and over again <laughs> with spices.
0: Okay, so yeah Brode, you walk in and you see Torgor attending to this macabre breakfast sausage uh, and uh, yeah, what do you do?
2: Rode doesn't even know what to do with that <laughs> I, th- I think she wishes that she was cool like Tack or could be a bro like Winnegar at this point because right now she's just like, I... <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you okay? So,
3: I just feel so stupid, you know. smell
2: was awful. Well, oh,
3: it's 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 really if you had saffron, it would really help. It's a great aromatic. I was saying it from the start. I'm,
2: okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't have saffron. <sighs>
3: it's it...
2: so, um, he's. He, a Demir agent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I think he's off. I think he's not doing a good job because his mind is like all Jace Spellerin all the time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the meanest thing we can do right now is, is sort of tell on him and turn him back in to the Demir well, um sort of let well, them take
3: care of it. I don't know anything really about the, the Demir. They're just the boogeymen, you know? Like
0: Yeah, Road doesn't know anything about the Demir either, right? Right. Exactly, yeah. exactly.
3: <laughs> right. And so so like uh what would they even do to him? Like, how do we not know that? I'm just saying I would much rather just flay him. I would like to take a bit of him and dry age him and just feast on him. So I would never I, forget the humiliation that he caused me. And I, I and I, I think that's fair. Because I we could get a lot of more information out of him. Uh I mean it might not be credible, but uh it would be tasty.
2: Um y- now I do hear you. Um except for my Cop of a sister is gonna wake up in like five minutes.
3: Oh, she is she might like she might love this guy,
0: you know.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> I, for, I don't think I forgot that your her.
0: sister was still here and is just knocked out.
2: Yeah, no, she definitely is. <laughs> so, I don't think she'd love if you're wanting her sort of on our side and she wakes up with the man being flayed. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's gonna sell. What's your? I don't think that will be good. That's I'm going to yeah. say it that way. That would be bad.
3: <sighs> do they need? So they need him alive. Would it matter I, if he's dead?
2: I think that. What do yes? We, he should, what do we you. get out of it?
3: Of if we turn him out into the demir? like what they're going to owe us one? Are they? Are we going to get one in the back pocket from them? And what they're going to give it to a, a, a Simic and Araktos, who have no reason being together in the first place?
2: I'm sure. One, <laughs> if this, if he's a Demir agent, then the Demir know what's going on, right? If he's not doing a good job, the Demir might appreciate. You know, being able to gain back control of one of their own if his mind is gone. I'm sure that Amir can do that. And then who knows when it comes time for them to pick a side? They're not going to pick with the one who started mind magicking their agents.
3: Okay. But I would also like to get a request of one personal assassination of my choice.
2: To the Demir?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's only fair.
2: I don't know who you're going to bargain with.
3: (laughs) I mean, I'll just, I will give a, I'll write a note on it and and I'll leave it there and be like, hey, I want one assassination, preferably (laughs) this guy 18 years from now where he doesn't remember it. But then he
0: you're going to invoice them for a future assassination
3: basically (laughs) to kill the same person who just mind magic me Mm -hmm. just 18 years from now so he knows that some point he's gonna (laughs) die but it's gonna be his own people that do it
0: yeah like the the so i i think so what you're what you're getting at like sort of surreptitiously here because like road correct me if i'm wrong your your intent is to turn him back over to the Demir so that the Demir can figure out what happened to him. Like it's for the benefit of your guild, right? Cause you're like, if one of our agents okay. is, yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense. But you're presenting it to Torgor as a, like, it would be good to have house Demir know that we helped them with this. That we turned over their agent so that later we can like, maybe they'll, they'll be more likely to side on the, the side of uh, the people who don't like Jace. Yeah. Okay. Right. I dig it. That's cool. All right. Uh Torgar, are you down? Does that sound like a good plan for you? I think so. This is the tough part for Torgar. I think
3: he's still just mad
0: about the events that occurred. And so Yeah, because this I, dude this yeah. dude t- took away your right to choose whether or not you like like him or not. Like that kind of magic is I I, I feel like Rakdos. I don't think they pro, like practice my, any kind of mind control magic even if they could because even if you're doing something to somebody that they don't want you to do to them you want them like aware of it.
3: If you choose to play um uh, like a a dice game at Arctos right you know what you're getting into. You 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 uh, uh, like opt in to possibly losing body parts along the way right yeah, like sure. This the, uh, this remove that and I think uh, there's a level of like real anger around it and wanting retribution from it beforehand, really? uh, and so I think it's a, I, it it makes sense. Road it, it it makes sense. Just how much ointment you got left?
2: I got I got about a third of it left. Okay, that I mean one serving.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, I would love to just get one more finger. <laughs> and I will I, and and
0: I will say it's okay. <laughs> um, Toragor. While you're I, talking, there's that faint sizzling sound in the background. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I understand why you want that. Um, another finger's not going to give you the feeling of your mind being safe back.
3: Sure, but. I'm be honest. There's too much rice in this plate, and not enough protein. <laughs> it's really more about a complete dish right now. And I'm I'm being a little petty. I get it. I want to be petty for this moment.
2: You're not. I'm not going to spend my last bit of healing that saved your life earlier. We You're might right. need.
3: You're right. I'm being ridiculous. I heat up my rapier over the over the stove. <laughs> and then I just like immediately go over and cut off another finger so, Ro, do and you wanna, cauterize it. Do you want to try to physically stop Torgor or do you just get out of the way?
2: Stop. Stop. This isn't us. Hey, this is a hot knife.
3: Careful Road, you gotta be careful. This is a hot knife. Okay, I'm just
2: stand- saying stop. <laughs> We're the good guys, right?
3: (laughs) Uh, No, we're our guys. We do it our way.
2: We're trying to bring freedom to Ravnica or something?
0: Yeah. That is ultimately the point. Yes. Mm
2: -hmm. Right. So if we're trying to be the good guys, maybe one finger is good. and i i said my if after this point i'm tired of holding my arms up if you need to do it just, fuck, just fucking do it
3: i go over and i just like kick his chair into the empty
0: pool so he just like clatters the down pool of,
4: is full. the pool is, I just, the pool is still I th- full i
3: thought it was empty because you're you're no it's full but here. it's
0: like uh it's been abandoned for a while right so it's oh, all okay. it's all scummy never mind i thought you this just was kick like him over is, if you want yeah
3: yeah i might just knock him over okay um uh, And then I go back and I eat my food in front of him. And then I like chuck on the, the uh, the bone like of the finger as I like
0: clean it in front of him. (laughs) Torker is indeed a monster. So uh, after this horrific event, um, how, how do you deliver this guy? What is the, give me like a quick, a quick like visual on how do you deliver this guy to, uh, to house Tamir? Like, what do you, what do you do? Is this a like, yeah, Rode, tie him up do, and put a note on him and leave him somewhere and assume how do they're going to come get him where do we take him now
2: uh yeah we're going to leave him here I think
0: what? right because this this location is made right like this this hideout's blown so they'll they'll come looking for him if he doesn't go back
2: also this is like where Rode does her drops so yeah. she's like Mm. I have a meeting here at 11 that I can't come to anymore because I've been Right, there. but you know that the
0: Demir will come here anyway because they come here to meet you Right Yeah
2: So she's like uh, we're just gonna leave them here They know They know everything, right? Um, and then I guess uh, <laughs> Rod and Torgor pen their first ever note together mm. What? <laughs> Um, we tie a nice bow out of the rope mm-hmm. on him so he looks like a present oh I knock him back out I forgot to mention that if this um, guy didn't
0: already have fairly severe brain damage uh, he, he he does now <laughs> getting knocked yeah. out this often is very bad for you
2: <laughs> I, I gag him again just in case you know he'd get in some kind of rest mm-hmm. he can't have any spells on, on yep. the horizon yep. um, and then we, we pen a note um being like you're welcome <laughs> and <So.
3: laughs> and i request one assassination please
2: <laughs> so i make sure that i make sure that's in Torgor's handwriting yeah, and yeah,
3: that's yeah. Like, yeah. oh I, I don't want you to have the assess i want it i don't want you right. to have No, it. yeah you write that
2: part
0: yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> all right so the agents return to house Demir, uh and then they'll 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 deal, and
2: I explain. I explain why he's being returned. It's a bad. You (laughs) this one needs to go back to the factory. Yeah,
0: yeah, Uh, yeah. Well, and and also like giving him giving him over to House Demir means that they're gonna realize like they have a a security leak, and they'll start like figuring it out. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So that also means, Road, we can't stay here.
2: No, um, I'm wondering if um, I. And I, you have nowhere to go. Really sad. Yeah, I think that I don't have a life anymore. That's really fun. <laughs> come <laughs> with been me. I've about come, that. Come to the circus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give up on your life. Join the Rectos. No, like no, 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 no! Yeah, don't, Do don't, like don't stay log. I know, I
3: know you don't. I, I know you won't like it. I, I won't like you having you on my couch for a long period of time. But in the it, it, just, just come, please, uh, while you figure
0: something out. I mean, you do. Uh, you do all have your secret hideout so. that has uh, allegedly been made, right? Before. Yes, you. Well, right, Torvor thinks that because, yeah,
2: right. That's my fault. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you um, see,
0: you see now, rode the corner you have painted yourself into.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, she just like she her identity's totally um, mush. Uh, her identity's totally doesn't matter anymore it's fine um, you won't eat any finger any okay huge fingers, i think I, I think she's like going like full spy like uh-huh. i think that like underneath the couch there's a duffel bag yes and inside the duffel bag is like the go bag you know
3: <laughs> sure the ron and swanson go bag
2: <laughs> i i kind of have to like reverse this but i'm going to use um a demure background sort of ability at yeah, this point Yeah. yeah um, it's called false identity. Um, nice. and so it basically talks about how I have my identity, which is like road of the systemic hybrid. And like she was very far in, like she looks like a jellyfish. So she kind of it's all it's like I'm I'm sure her go bag because at whenever I choose, here I'll drop this in. Um, whenever I choose, I can drop this identity and blend into the guildless masses of the city.
0: Yes, that's cool.
2: So, I think. So, Road you're so,
0: so to- I like the funny, the funny thing is, is that I don't think we ever talked about it. And it's certainly never come up. I don't even know if Road is your real name. Like, so you're, 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 you're burnt, right? So, you're taking your identity. The Road, Road Medusa, the Simic, uh, the Simic agent is like toast. You're, you're throwing that in the fire. Uh, I don't know if you're going to keep your name or not, but you're like, you're done. You're going to leave. And, and, uh, so I guess the question, Oh, here we go. So usually if you want to really, you want to really like kill off an identity, you need um, like for people to think you're dead because otherwise people will go looking for you. You have connections. People will be like, where did road go? You have your ex who would probably like wonder where you, if you just disappeared, she would go looking for you. Um, your sister is your actual real sister, I assume. Um, yeah, she is. She's unconscious. If you need to fake your death, you and her are like pretty... So you just light the apartment on fire and they just think it was I'm, you uh, so there's I'm that not an
2: evil aligned character but you could be
0: is what I'm saying you could okay. be if you wanted to um, but that so that's the other question is you're looking around you get your bag with your your other clothes and you're putting those on and you're getting ready to blend in and leave road the road the the simic uh, behind you look over and yeah your sister is unconscious on a couch. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think, I think like Rhodes fucking brain feels like when you accidentally knock over a puzzle that's like was almost done mm-hmm. and there's just like a bunch of pieces on the ground, you're like, shit, I'm gonna have to start over. I was, I was almost like totally fine. Wait,
3: yeah. wait. And we gotta take Triska. We can't let her be found
0: uh, by the Demir. Right. Cause the Demir would also course. show up and pick her up and be like, oh, thank you, Rode. You left us your sister. We'll deal with her too.
2: No, yeah, no, we're, we're taking, we're taking. Triska's like the only person on this earth that Rode has like an amount of affection for. Um Damn, Torgor I... attack
0: and Winnegar, you should say.
2: Hey,
0: here's what it is. A week um, at
2: the circus. Harsh, and you're fair. gonna be like,
0: oh, Torgor's the best one here. Like <laughs> So is that is that what happens? Does Torgor pick up your sister and the three of you run away to the circus? <laughs>
2: I think so yeah road like completely I think she's like and I hate guys I hate to say it she's not in a jumpsuit oh no what <laughs> I know no. I could I might cry I think she's like there are plenty did. of jumpsuits at the circus I True. think she's like yeah I, but I think she's like in a like a like ugh, pants ugh. <laughs> uh, separate from the top yeah and like and like a very like spy trench coat. And oh my gosh! I hope of, that she's
1: just wearing like a I love
2: I heart New Ravnica shirt or something. <laughs> well, so, so you yeah, get you like a band T shirt. Yeah, you
0: blend in, blend in with the guildless masses. So it's like you become nobody. So whatever, yeah. you become like a background, shadowy background character who wears gray. And, and, the you know, doesn't get paid very much because they have no lines. So, yeah, you just become you become nobody. And uh, Torgor, you you pick up the unconscious Azorius investigator and the three of you uh, leave the leave the Zonot and disappear heading for the circus. Cool. Uh, so we'll we'll have to figure out. We'll have to figure out what when they come to investigate what the crime scene, because the guy will be gone. The you I think the Demir well, probably clean up after you. It yeah, was,
2: no. And I think like, yeah. I think like in her note, there were like hints being oh, like, hey, like there's
0: secret. Yeah,
2: I was found <laughs> yeah. out. I'm off the grid. We're gonna.
0: So so somebody else will for you because you what rank your your well, one rank of uh, your independent agent or whatever for your yeah name? I
2: have three. Yeah, I'm an independent okay. agent.
0: All right. I think that's you get one. They'll clean up for you this one time. And so probably if you take the body, they'll the, the Demir will show up. They'll find this failed agent. they will take him away. They'll just have like an elf about your height and weight. And like they'll just have a body. And then they'll light the apartment on fire for you. And so later you're so now you everybody who knew road assumes you died in a fire in the zonot And they connect that with all the other violence that happened earlier tonight.
2: All my cousins. Yeah, oh no. That's right. That's my right. ex-girlfriend.
0: Yeah. This well, is awful. you know, you'll finally be free of her. She'll stop bothering you because she thinks you're dead. The question it's will awful. be, and this is something to ponder on the break. The question will be can Rhode withstand the temptation of going to her own funeral. <sighs> <Shoes. laughs> Find out wait, next wait. time on <laughs>
3: I don't think Rode has any friends to throw her a funeral oh, so, right you, dude <laughs> oh uh, yeah
0: mm fair
2: oh Snoop fair. I have a large family and I want to see if my mom cries <laughs> <laughs> is Triska gonna go I mean we'll have- talk
0: about yeah because now you've just dragged Triska into this this whole oh, yeah. situation because had to you're gonna have to explain to her some stuff because yep good cool Just excellent well well, you'll have some time to ponder it we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back and we're going to figure out uh, what happened to Winnegar. I'm really excited I've been thinking about this scene ever since the last episode so stick around we'll find out what happened to Winogar when we get back